0: Hey everybody, you're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, J.P. Bryce, and Jim Steele, now on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, Today we're going to pump the brakes a little bit on all the cool stuff we usually address like nutrition, building muscle, increasing strength. Um, I wanted to get into a discussion on things like gym behavior, uh, gym etiquette, and some of the crazy stuff that we've seen in the gym over the years. Um, what prompted this was uh, I personally go to a large corporate gym chain early in the morning, and some of the stuff that I've witnessed lately kind of brought back flashbacks of some of the crazy stuff I've seen in my 30 plus years of uh, of training. So I thought it might be kind of fun to discuss this with the guys and and see what crazy stories they have too. So the the first category I guess if you will Uh, these are things that we'd rather not deal with at the gym look I like to go in get out you know I I talk a little bit occasionally to some people Uh, you know I've got some friends in there and that's that's a normal thing but there's stuff that you want to just go in and do and get out and you don't want to put up with any nonsense this. Let me ask you guys: How many gym towels uh, is the maximum of my, amount of towels that any one member should have?
1: Let's start. Let's I start could, there. I have a problem with gym towels. I see you have a I'm having a. It. I'm having a problem with gym towels. I never get a towel. I think it's one, but I never. I never get a
2: towel. I try not to spend a lot of time in the locker rooms. What?
0: Well, let me first clarify. I've never gone in our locker room.
1: Yeah, you get it at the front desk. I guess so. I think you get it at the front desk at our. I've
0: heard desk. stories. I'm not going in there. All right. So, so it should it should be one based on on my experience. That's all you need. But here's what's going on at my gym. So these these people bring in like four or five towels, and Do they
1: bring them in? in where I don't they know. They bring towels with them.
0: It's a whole setup. You ought to see what's right. going right. on in here. Okay, so it's like camps. It's like mini camps they set up, right? <clears throat> Some like, camps? I don't
1: know what you're talking
0: about. No. But, okay, and I work out real early in the morning. So I, I walk in, I see these camps set up at, at, at different places in the gym, and I'm like, oh, boy. So I get to my training, and before I know it, there's a towel on the... Uh, on the lat pull, there's a towel uh, on. Hey, are they supposed to do that? Put the crossover. Well, you know what they do? They reserve it, and oh, all of a sudden, right. and all of the a sudden, they've got like three or four machines taken. that. Uh-huh. They're like creating a circuit, and it's like,
1: listen, man, you need it. Yes, yeah, like, like what we're going to talk about later. They need a class and etiquette. Once you sign up, yeah. In order to be a member, you have to sit down, and I have to go over <laughs> the rules about that crap, man. No,
2: they really should. They really should because... Let let me just be clear on this. So what you're saying is that in California now... (laughs) No, this... Now, let me just finish, please. Let me finish. I want to be clear on this. In California now, if you get to a commercial facility first, and if you drape a towel on a piece of exercise equipment, that reserves that until you get around to using it? All right,
0: well, let me first explain. All right, usually anybody will have one gym towel, right? And maybe between the set, you got to go get a drink of water. You just put the, your towel on the seat or whatever to kind well, of I've say that. I've
2: never heard, all right, stop right there. See, what? I've never heard that part. <laughs> the towel thing. No, I don't get that. No, no, if somebody puts a towel on a seat, I'm throwing the damn towel on the floor. <laughs> that's no problem. What are you talking about?
0: They allow that out there? <laughs> no.
1: Come on, yeah, man, that's pretty common. Do, like, I'm curious. You're saying they'll do like a tri set, and they'll put a towel on three different machines or bench press or whatever, and that so, means that nobody's supposed to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, so as soon as your
2: ass is off that machine, somebody else's turn. There will right? be a towel
0: on the incline bench on what the it flat mean? bench.
2: What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? There'll what be. What <laughs> it mean, does it mean don't use it.
0: A gym you bag. Touch this machine. Yes, this is what I'm hand hand saying. Hand. This is why I'm so frustrated.
1: And then
0: this. Wait a minute. This is what I've also seen. Why don't you all right. go to
1: Metroflex? Don't they have a Metroflex? Yeah, it's out in they Long do, right?
0: Beach, man. It's too far.
1: Don't, how far is it?
0: Ah, it's like an hour. Oh, That's too far. But but, okay. but this is the yeah. other thing with this is the other thing with the town. Tal- now this is.
1: Why don't you just have a little garage?
0: Unit? Dude, I don't have enough room for all the okay. stuff that I want to have. So. Okay. So the other the other thing with this this towel thing is okay there's three or four towels and I'm just going you know shaking my head I'm over in my corner of the gym doing the thing. So it, the person that set these towels up will go do cardio Uh-oh. for 20 minutes and there's the towels on the equipment As if to say, hey, uh, nobody can use this but me because I have my towels on it. You guys ever seen such a thing?
2: No. No. (laughs) we're throwing a damn towel off the equipment and we're doing a set what's the problem
0: marty q cassidy would have kicked your ass for putting a towel on the bench (laughs) we didn't (laughs) have any (laughs)
2: towels Uh, we didn't have any damn towels we didn't need any damn towels no you didn't who needs towels we (laughs) need (laughs) chalk (laughs) towels we need towels (laughs) we need we need chalk yeah we did need need hundreds we need hundred pound plates And towels and a level floor. That's all we need. I love that. All right, we got the
1: towel thing figured out.
2: Yeah, baby. What's okay? (laughs) All
0: right, you you guys go now. That's
1: thank
2: you. I
0: started off. You go now.
2: You've been in the in the (laughs) you've been on the front lines in the front lines of the damn uh, commercial. I mean, gym business being on there full time for what? How how many years? Thirty. Thirty. But what's oh, interesting
1: there's is some that, of the
2: shit that you must have seen. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Well, the interesting thing is that now I belong to a public gym, and I would only go to a public gym when I would go on vacation to the to the beach or whatever. Right, the rest of the right, time, right. it's my weight room. I'm in charge of the whole freaking thing. So yep. everything that I like happens in there. You know, there's the music from every, anywhere from yep. the music to the uh, no towels on the benches. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's no been towel. an eye opening experience. Um, being at a public gym, and I have actually it's a pretty good gym. It's just my whole thing is I don't have a towel issue, but it's <laughs> people don't know what the hell they are doing.
2: Well, yeah, it, it, I think
1: exercise form is. I, I emailed Marky yesterday, and I said there was a lady at the gym today doing dumbbell curls standing on one leg like
2: a flamingo. Yep. And and, and she will have an excellent <laughs> out rationale for that. Yeah, her trainer told her. Uh, yeah, 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 Well he but will I, have it. A- I walked right
1: by. I didn't I didn't that's my toughest thing. I don't wanna get I don't wanna help and then somebody turn on me and go, Oh well such and such told me this and such
2: and such told me I'd be like, All right man. Right. You know, it's, it's Yeah that, that, that was Jim do. Jim, may I give you a little little help here? You know, I had the exact same issues when I, I trained at a Y and I'm surreptitious no one knows anything. No one knows me, I don't know anybody. So, but I get the best uh, inspiration for articles, yeah. watching the trainers train these people, and it is so crazy, it just fires me up to go home <laughs> and write about, it's, it's uh, fitness malpractice. Oh, I know, man. It's great, right, man. They but, don't anything out there. It's but you know,
0: like Jim said, you don't. You, you don't really. You do want to say something, but then you don't want to say something because these people get pissed and they're like, "No, no, don't you, say anything." You're So yeah, I never said anything.
2: They don't deserve that. I, I
0: I see the quarter squats on the Smith machine, oh, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't say anything.
2: There were two ladies the other
1: day that literally <laughs> was doing six inch squats. That's how far they're bending their knees. That's how far, six inch, and they're doing it at the same time. And then they look at their phone and goes, "What's next?" And they'll do some half lunges <laughs> or whatever. But the six inch squat, I've never seen. I've never. It's <laughs> amazing. I didn't say anything. Didn't squats say anything. are
2: dangerous. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's
1: yeah. Uh, and then the lateral raise with the arms out in front and just the elbows moving. That's an interesting one. So you got the dumbbell out in front of you and you're moving. It's like a nautilus. Like you're, they're in the nautilus. Machine. The problem is the weight is in front of you now, instead of on the side for a side raise for your side. You're yeah. you're
2: so overly critical, you know.
1: Oh, I know I am. I need to work on that.
2: Thirty damn years in the business, and you're thinking well, you're, you're entitled of to a, me, an opinion.
1: The form that you want them to. When you're not, it's like you know. people do it.
2: Uh, Well,
0: I. Uh, hey, by the way, can I say can I say one more? I, I th- Forgot to mention one thing house? about this, about yeah. this towel thing. You know? the towel thing? Go ahead. One morning, this was a couple months ago, one morning, there's two people, there, there's two people that do this in my gym. And one morning, they had it out because they were, one was pissed at the other, that the other one had oh. too many towels oh. and that he should remove a towel or something. There was uh, the did A-hole they a, word they have, flying. They a and, no, but... They were like yelling at each other, and I was like, "Whoa, the the um, the the towel Nazis or the towel bandits or whatever you want to call
1: them." Hey, Marty, oh, wow. you remember <laughs> at Beaten Gold, there was—I don't want to use his name—but there was a there was a guy who was in his seventies, maybe early eighties, and he used to go around and compete in all the contests, and everybody would cheer because he was so old.
2: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: okay, you remember that guy? Yeah. So I don't think Rich, Rich won't mind me telling the story, but so what this guy <laughs> used to do, he used to put like 15 plates on the on the leg press, 15, 20 plates, and then he'd have, you know, <laughs> Rich and somebody else, my buddy Rich, who's a top bodybuilder in the area, um, you know, spot him or you know help him with the plates and all that stuff, and so but he would go down like six inches, just
2: like not even up. that, not even that. Okay, I, I, I know. I've seen the guy. I've seen him right, in action.
1: Right. Right. So Rich you do push boss,
2: downs like two inch push downs?
1: I think Rich, you know, probably on a contest side or something. He just went crazy. Why the f am I doing this? And you're wasting your effing time. And he had to apologize, You know, the the owner. You know, the owner yeah, made yeah, him apologize yeah. to the old man. He's like, it was ridiculous, Jimmy. You know, six inch leg <laughs> <late> press. <laughs> Uh,
2: oh, and and the big the big show of it you know you've got to have the 15 plates on whose benefit is that for that's that's a that, that's a desperate cry for attention
0: yeah that's a that, hey look at me yeah
2: you know? yeah well, tons of that on instagram yeah no okay jp are you no i was just you, saying you, there's tons okay of those on the towel thing now can we the, the,
0: the, 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 yeah the towel thing's done but um okay. On the leg press thing you can go to instagram and see tons of those they have like yeah. 545 pound plates and the guy's goes two inches and he's got gloves
2: on
1: <laughs>
2: That's good. he probably oh, also that, ha- probably uh, has a giant weight belt with his name on the back
1: <laughs> one of those things. 10 in the front and huge in the back <laughs> <laughs> or a velcro uh, uh, one Velcro and glove. Velcro, belt,
2: and glove. Right. JP, may I speak? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. So I created, um, you remember on Letterman, he used to have the, what was it? Top the, 10. The, yeah, the top 10 thing. I didn't have well. the energy to do 10, but I did five. So here, here's my five things that really burn me up. In uh, fifth, I, I'm an early morning trainer. And on a regularly reoccurring basis, when I hit the local Y when they open at six, there's weights left on all the bars. Oh, it's loaded to 315 on the bench. Oh, it's loaded to five plates on the squat rack. Oh, look over here on the floor. They've got the T-bar row loaded up with five plates because the strong giant men from the previous night they left it for the for the early morning slaves to clean it up. For the peons in the morning. Yeah, the peons and the losers in the morning to clean it up. And they left it on there just to show how incredible they were and how strong they were. Jimmy, they were using three plates on each side in the bench press. Yeah. Well, they wanted
1: everybody to know the next morning.
2: Oh, my God. They're legends. They're legends the next morning, let me tell you. And you tell the, the management... And they don't do anything about it because they don't want to hang out till closing. Oh, yeah. They leave at five, yeah, right? And good. the night the nighttime guys are like janitors, right? So Part nothing ever happens. Well, the
0: the thing about that too, as an equipment manufacturer, you know, a lot of the times this happens in like a squat rack where a guy will put on, you know, he'll leave five plates on each side. They close the gym, and the next morning, you know, you take you take the plates off and you've got a warped bar yeah. because all that weight was on. Uh, that's usually your cheaper you, bars, you, but
2: can you just imagine the mindset of somebody that purposely does that and then walks out like, yeah. And it's like, you know, dude, you need your ass beat. I'm just ha- too lazy. I'm no, lazy. That's exactly You're right. too old to show up at night. But what I should do is turn loose one of my boys on this guy and have him meet him up and say, you know what? You ain't doing that anymore. Right? I had uh, If I owned a commercial if I owned a commercial facility, uh first first time they did it would be, I don't know, two weeks suspension. Second time it'd be a month, third time they're gone. So
1: if you hit dumbbells together, or if you drop dumbbells, or if you did anything that Joe Gold didn't like, you got one warning and the next time you were out.
2: Forever. Bye bye. Forever.
1: Oh yeah. So, let me, let, it's, yeah. you know, which is a pet peeve of mine, people who do shoulder press. Uh,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get on to that. Now, now my, num- uh, my, my number four oh, yeah, sorry. is uh, the pompous stretchers before weight training. <laughs> and I'm not talking about – I make a differentiation between stretching and warming up. I understand the need to warm up. When we warm up, we raise the core body temperature. You know, we get excitated nervous system. We're looking to alert the body for the shock that's about to come. I get right. that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, and it was really prevalent uh, a few years back, when the uh, well-coughed personal trainers with the tans and the perfect teeth and the, you know, pompadour hairdos and the tracksuits suits would come <laughs> in. And they'd have these, their clients do like yoga stretches, yeah. You know, and they're like sitting on the floor trying to touch their toes,
1: mm.
2: you know, and, and and, doing static stretches, right? Before they left, yeah. Before you, oh, they and I used to get the most uh, I don't know, perverse pleasure. I'd, I would finish my entire deadlift and back routine. Before they were finished their thirty-minute warm-up, to do their to do their sub-maximal sets seated on machines. Right. It just it was mind-blowing, and they were so, and they had clipboards, <laughs> right, and they took notes and they talked a lot. That that's very similar to the talkers, excellent personal, talkers.
1: Personal trainer who says. All right, let's warm up for ten minutes on the treadmill. Now they're getting paid to watch mm-hmm. them walk on the treadmill.
2: Well, it gives them chance to catch up on their texting and their messages, True. Right. Uh,
0: and their coffee.
2: Uh, yeah, thank you. So that that's always been a pet mm-hmm. peeve of mine. Uh, right. Third out is something that is a fairly recent uh, discovery on my part, and JP, this kind of ties into your uh, kind of ties into your towel fixation. Uh, I have noted that when I go to the Y that when people use the machines that they will sit in between sets. If they're oh, intending yeah. to do three sets of the seated chest press machine at the Y they sit yeah. on the machine while they're resting. And, yes. and since they're sitting and resting, why not text or check your phone? Yep. Okay. And if you go up to them and say, "Excuse me, please," can, and it's consider, you are considered rude and inappropriate.
1: Well, that's that's it's changed, and I, I don't know why. Uh, probably just the influx of people that it's not their lives, you know, it's not that important to them, so they don't know how to act. I had an old man; he was probably 70-something the other day, and he's on the shoulder press machine. So I'm watching him, watching him, because I want to use a shoulder press machine to find. Are yeah. you just? Excuse me. are you just sitting there or are you, are you doing a set? And he said, no, I'm just hanging out. I said, okay, I'm going to jump in. And I just changed the, changed yeah. the stack. I said, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I stood up. And then yeah, back right, uh, back, back right back down again. So then I had it, to do it
2: again. Okay, I'm going to yeah. do my next set
1: now. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Edication. I know. I know. <laughs> again, again, it's become accepted behavior. And it's another reason why if I ever, I kind of only use, uh, commercial facilities in the really coldest, coldest weather. The rest of the time, I will use the garage, but I, I tell you, I get a lot of uh, writing inspiration going to commercial facilities for all the wrong reasons, and I see this this in- crazed behavior, and again, if you interrupt them, they look at you like, oh my God, what is what? Yeah. No, no, I'm using this okay and then they look back down and they carry on unless you want to touch them or you know get into their space and it's like okay you know what you can sit there on the seated lateral machine yeah yeah you know, and, and they need a lot of rest between those sub-maximal I'm telling you
0: I saw this happen the other day and this is one of the towel people right oh. so he's got three so he's got three machines <laughs> taken He's got three machines taken and he does the same thing every single day. And um and and nothing, nothing's to fail, you're nothing so it's is three machines. So a guy comes over to use the the rope for pushdowns and the guy's on his other machine and he comes up he goes, "Hey, I'm using that." And the guy goes, "He must the guy that just came over must have been watching cuz he goes, "No, are you using it right now?" <laughs> Uh, and, and the guy, guy he didn't know what he, to say. Was he changing right? out the handle? No, he was using the same thing. Oh! So it's like, so they almost got into it. So it's, uh, there, there's wild stuff going on there in the morning. What's
2: going on in your gym? I don't know. Oh, yeah, and they're and they're all trained fighters, you know that. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. You know, hold me, hold me back. Yeah. Did you, what I mean, number were you on, like, pieces? Were you uh, on yeah, two me, or three? Let me, let me finish I, up now. I didn't know you were going to do
0: everything at once.
2: Well, is it is it, um, is this bad? I'm sorry. I wanted to give my top five in order. I'm sorry. All can... right, go. All right, go ahead. Uh, I feel bad now. That's don't. You're on no, two, right? You're you're yeah, different. We realize you're different. <laughs> two, uh, two out, and this is this is one that Kirk uh, was particularly peeved with. Is when people put uh set a 45 pound Olympic bar to do curls with two and a half pound plates on the squat rack,
0: <laughs> oh, on the squat rack, <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: yeah, at the lower level, you know, like when you're using the step rack, yeah, yes, don't just, do uh, curls yeah. in the rack,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I, I even though I've seen Korowski, uh, even though he's not using the step rack, pick up that with one hand and like fling it <laughs> 15 feet, and you know, some uh some techno nerd will go, hey, man, I was using that. <laughs> right. He had a lot of stuff flying over the squat rack, didn't he? Uh, Gym yeah, bags. I've yeah, I've seen <laughs> that. Particularly the closer the competition drew near, you know. Yeah. The tension level would rise as would the testosterone level. But that was sacrilegious. I think it is sacrilegious. Yep, yeah, that that that's not good. Left. And... My top bitch, I'm sorry, and this is the one that just burns me up, is the ever-fashionable dropping deadlifts, dropping deadlifts, (laughs) dropping deadlifts, dropping goddamn deadlifts. Okay, so the other day I'm in the gym. So the guy warms up, and he ends up with (laughs) five sets of five with 405. All right. And he's dropping every damn one of them it's just like thunderous and again it is a desperate cry for attention and he's all decked out and he's got the knee wraps on and the deadlift he's got the belt on he's got the headphones on he has to get his tunes just right and he's just dropping the hell out of these things and you know I saw one YouTube video which I, I applauded the guy some guy got down off a. Of- he was at another part of the gym, and some guy was doing it at his gym. He won't ever put one foot in the center and said, Stop it. We can't stand it anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's just like, I cannot imagine. I mean, if you tried that at, in my basement when I was a, a, a kid coming up, or, or in Cassidy's basement, uh, at Chalets, at, Mark had, had this was so clever mark had built a platform a plywood sandwich that he had set on auto tires on the second floor over top of the auto parts store so he could drop 850 pound deadlifts and that sand those tires would absorb that hit mm-hmm. and that I mean, was a genius but uh, that's how mark mark dealt with it and that was only when he would lose a deadlift. right he would never drop a deadlift on purpose um, so anyway, that's my pet peeve. And again, it, and I think it gives powerlifting a bad name. And everybody's doing it. It's just like, well, you know, and I, you know, I, I just did. Would they do it at Penn? I guess you didn't care at Penn, right?
1: Well, everything was rubber. So because of the clean uh, snatches and uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Well, it's a big difference between uh, five set to five with you know four plates and the deadlift and somebody missing a 185 pound snatch yeah
1: and and, you know and that's uh, only
2: for one
1: we did a lot of deadlifts where we don't even touch the ground we
2: come six inches yes 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 Mm -hmm. yes yes. the continuous tension stuff
1: yeah and that's you know that stuff is fantastic Um, but yeah no, so I don't well the thing about this gym they have a separate area for like uh, they have platforms in another area so that's where all the noise is but I don't see anybody dropping any deadlifts I don't see many people. Actually, I don't see anybody deadlifting stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides all the uh, besides all the noise
0: and everything else, I mean, you don't want to throw away the the negative anyway. I mean, isn't that what you guys always teach? There's a yeah, reason for that. We,
2: that's what we teach. Their their uh, counter is that well, we want to build the start. Hmm. Uh, uh, A a controlled negative makes the the start easier, even though the the poundage is lighter. So anyway, there's a philosophic difference, and they have all kinds of good rationale as to why they throw away the negative and the deadlift. Be that as it may, we keep it for both the muscle building and the noise reduction. Yeah. Well, you know, the
1: muscle building thing is a good point because, you know, what changed my mind about it was when I talked to Star. He goes, you know why we were so huge? You know, one of the reasons I said, why is that? He said, we lifted on the second floor at this YMCA and we couldn't drop the weight. And then we didn't have rough plates, so we had to lower everything slowly. He said, man, we got huge with the East are gloating like that. That's right.
2: (laughs) Tommy Kono said the same thing. Did he? Yeah. Yep. Same thing. And I saw an Anyway, I'm going to get too far. JP, I'm sorry. We're spinning. I started. You know why?
0: You know why I couldn't drop the weight was because when I started out, it was with plastic weights. With concrete inside, and what do you think is going to happen if you drop those things?
2: The, the, p- <laughs> the plug comes out and they split open. Yeah, so well, there's, no, yeah
0: there's, there's no dropping those. Well, you guys ever seen uh, you guys ever seen anybody in the gym screaming like? Uh, <laughs> yes,
2: thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Not you know, okay.
0: And I, I'm not necessarily talking about like
2: krawoski oh, used to do on a deadlift yeah, or I mean, whatever not the real thing that oh no
1: if you're, if you're squatting 800 you're allowed to scream yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no but they, this was you know, a 225 pound squat scream is not this
0: this was a thing a few weeks ago i, I noticed this guy was <laughs> this guy was in a in a hoodie now again
1: this is early in the morning oh that drives me crazy the hoodie with the hood on where are you going with the, with the hood <clears throat> on are you a reaper? So you I noticed. Oh, so in case there
2: is a, so a crime committed,
1: oh my God, go ahead. They won't
2: be recognized. So oh, wait, I
1: know.
0: <laughs> so I'm watching this guy. So he he got done on some exercise or whatever, but he starts walking towards the uh, the locker room and he's kind of picking up speed. And as he passes one of these uh, machines, there's a handle on this machine that spins around. He hits the handle and spins it around a million times and off to the the uh the locker room he goes so he comes and i don't know what he was doing in there it could have been anything so he comes gym out gym is like the cuckoo's nest yeah yeah that's what i mean but Dan you
1: know standing there.
0: <laughs> a lot of these gyms don't open this early you know i get there real early in the morning and it's like uh, one of my only choices
2: so, well he's huh? actually jimmy he's avoiding the bulk of the weirdos well that yeah, probably at course, night. By being there at six AM. Uh God God have mercy on him if he comes in there at uh, six thirty at night after work, yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, this guy comes out and he's uh and I'm about to leave, I'm going up to the front and I hear this Hah! and uh I go, What and the whole gym went went silent and I looked over and the guy's like posing in front of the, the mirror and I'm like going, Oh my god what's going on a good Wait, thing clothes on? good thing i'm leaving yeah and then i talked to the guy uh one, one of my uh friends over there i said hey when i came in the, the next day i said what happened with that guy he said oh he started he's i think he took his shirt off and started posing and screaming and the dude m- must have been on something he was just going was he wild bad? in there
2: was he I, I, I mean I. I don't think that's different
0: I don't know. We, uh,
2: had we a used, to, on we used to have we used to have on a regularly reappearing reoccurring basis whatever gym I belonged to. There'd be the group of the young boys who would act out, and there'd be four to six of them, and they'd come in there usually at oh I don't know five o'clock in the afternoon or on Saturday or Sunday. You really wanted to avoid it because they thought they were in the WWE. You know, and they acted out, and everybody had a part, and they'd slap each other and scream, and you know, and and slam the weights, and you know, everybody was wearing the belts and the wraps and the shallow squats and the bounce benches. and they weren't too much in the deadlift, you know, they didn't do that stuff, but uh, yeah, the, and but again, it was all about getting the rest of the facility members to look at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Star for attention see and they were acting out this was this was their chance to be what they had envisioned themselves to be so they get a group of them together and they get the group energy going uh, and they get genuinely cranked up you know and and the worst is is if the facility owner allows them to play their music uh, Oh, that's bad. That's really bad. That's really, really bad. I've even had a couple of training partners who's... Um, oh, we know them. Uh, uh, JP, we know them. Uh, I, I still train with them, but sometimes their musical tastes will veer from mine significantly. Yeah. And, you know, the devil music gets old after the first <laughs> 30 minutes. You know, right. And you can't. Dis- anyway, we don't want to get down that. But uh, yeah, if they allow the music plus the screaming, then you have the whole, the whole movie. You know, and these guys get more and more and more into it until either somebody gets hurt or they get told to leave. Yeah. Uh, but that used to be a very predictable. Amount. In fact, that that was. Uh, there were several groups of those guys at the old Wheaton Wheaton Golds. oh Yeah. Um, you know, it was, I I would say that even at, at the good gyms like Chalet's, they were just more sophisticated versions of that tribalism, male tribalism. Yeah.
1: I mean, if
2: you're working working like
1: plaque, get a couple grunts. It's great.
2: I mean, if you're, you know, if you're doing deadlifts with Chalet, you get your shit straight. There ain't a lot of laughing and high fiving going on there either. Yeah. There is a uh, there's That's a leg e- business there, buddy.
0: There's a leg extension video of Platts where he's doing the yeah. whole stack,
1: and he's just yeah. And,
0: and well, I well he's just going after it. and He's slamming it, and the whole I mean, he's just slamming the whole stack, you know, on on leg Kill extensions. Me. And Kill me. he Kill yeah, and he's he's. Doing it with such brute force that the whole machine is vibrating across the gym, right? So when it got done, they had to push it back about two or three feet. You know, this thing just, you know, it, like an inch at a time with each slam. But I had to, uh, you know, going back to to the equipment, The uh, you got to remember, you know, and I'm, I'm getting tired of lifting all these dumbbells that are loose and... And the urethane is like peeling off. You got to remember, this stuff is not indestructible. I remember years ago, <laughs> uh, years ago at Gold's Gym, I was in there and I was, I was uh, doing presses, dumbbell presses or something. I had these guys next to me. They're doing uh, incline presses, and they were using thirty fives, right? Okay, but after they're set, they would literally, yeah, they were literally just. Launch it and it would hit the ground and slam into the wall and after about the second one I'm like hey guys come on man. I said you don't need to do that I said there's a technique to this and there is a there's a you know techniques you use for your your dumbbell presses You don't need to throw them on the ground or or slam them or whatever. You just got to know how to do it So I'm like and they got mad at me because I called them out But you know, it's one of those things where hey look at me
2: I have a better solution uh, eject them and have them never come back.
0: Well, yeah, but but you know these these solid steel dumbbells they will break. The the they bend up. The welds well, break. Well,
2: not, not if they don't get thrown into the wall by punks who deserve to have their ass kicked. Jimmy punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's not always there. I uh. <laughs> he will be. He will be at the special bar in Maryland. I lived with my buddy Chris at Ironwork in Beltsville, the Industrial Park. <laughs> that's, a no good of, that's, know that's a where
1: was. A, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm in Beltsville. District Photo was?
2: I I used to work at the Agricultural Center in Beltsville.
1: Right. So so it's back in the Industrial Park behind yeah. District Photo. Anyway, it used to be there. Great District Tim. District Photo. I, this guy was a discus or shot thrower at Florida. You know, he got after it, punching bag, great equipment. He mm-hmm. made all of it. Huge, huge gym. He'd open up the the doors, you know, the warehouse door. It was great, great gym. Anyway, he was a lifter, so he, he knew. What, so my buddy Chris
2: what, was What strong. era? What, what, what years do you think that would have been? That was 89,
1: <laughs> uh, the end of 89 and 90.
2: Okay. All right. Got so it. So you
1: guys were right across the street.
2: You what was the name right
1: of it? Ironworks. I don't know that. Neil oh, Neil I
2: was in Connecticut in in then. Okay. So anyway, go ahead.
1: Rod right. in and stuff. Anyway, so he so he understood. Now my buddy Chris is super strong. So I'm talking about 150 pound incline dumbbell. Right. Super strong. Right. Right, right. And you know he was he was trying to struggle to get him down mm-hmm. slowly and all that. So Neil goes, man, you can drop the dumbbells if you're that freaking strong. You can drop right. the. Dumbbells. So Chris, <laughs> of course, takes it. You know, same personality as Kirk. Uh, takes it too far and launches. You know, gets done with them. He's just like, he said, I could drop them, throws them. And Neil says, uh, hey, Chris, man, come here. He said, I said, drop them, not throw them. Don't do it anymore. (laughs) All right, man, all right. But, you know, he he had gotten it, but it was a a great gym. And, uh, you know, he got it. He just didn't want us launching them, but it was pretty good.
2: Chuck Aarons, Bill Pearl's original gym was in Pasadena. And he kicked Chuck Aaron's out of the gym for for dropping two hundreds. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's that's it. He said he kept dropping the weights. I had to kick him out, Marty. <laughs> Go
0: I on. got this. Uh, I got this buddy. He'll probably kill me for saying this, but I won't say his name. But uh, yeah. he's. Um, I've known him for many years. Good guy. Um, he was at you know, one of the, the big box gyms. And uh, he goes, I, I just, I went in the gym and I just jumped on on one of the inclines and um, the Olympic bench. And he goes, I didn't bother to adjust the seat. I knew it was high. So he goes, <clears throat> I've got a, a, a 45 on each side and I'm taking it down, you know, just warming up. And uh, he goes to put it back and he's too high on the seat. He throws the, the bar over the uprights and crashes down on the ground. <laughs> I said, I said, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, dude, I should have put the seat down. I knew better. He goes, but when I, you know, you just have that muscle memory. So when he, I came back, I just, I was too high and just launched it over. I go, you know, it's a good thing you didn't get hurt. I said, that gym doesn't have uh, video of that, do they? We could get probably a million hits on uh, on YouTube using that.
2: Yeah, well, so. I got one that ain't quite as, <clears throat> didn't quite have a good ending. I was at Chalet's one time, and there was a um, a giant guy. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking 6'3", 350, right? Giant guy. Anyway, he's benching, and uh, he's raw benching 600. Wow. He's using a false grip, and the bar came out, Ooh. and it came down and i'm uh 15 feet away i don't know mark and so i don't know whoever was spotting was asleep at the wheel so he's using the false grip and as he's close to locking it out it comes out of course at the lockout and falls down hits his chest bounces up he (laughs) rolls hard to the left it comes the bar comes back down again this time the bar hits the bench and bends huh. he's got to be taken to the hospital with broken ribs and thank god he didn't get a bruised heart but well, that's well, i saw that i was like whoa right i mean it's just like boom and, and, yeah. and it happened so fast thank god he had it enough he was athletic despite his size and, and, and when it hit him the first time <laughs> he had enough presence of mind to whip himself off the bench and came down again i was like oh my god And got yeah. bent the bars like a Whoa, that's some force!
1: I was finding this guy in Florida one time on the bench press, <laughs> and he had thumbless grips, and he's struggling. But you know, you get pissed off if somebody touches the bar when you're going to get it. So he's just halfway through, yeah. and it, it seemed like an eternity. So I didn't want to touch it. Right. it was his max, it was his max. Right. That off his hands and hit him, hit him no. once, bounced, and I mm. caught it on the second one yeah. and lowered it to his chest.
2: No. <laughs> now, did he, uh, did he have any injuries?
1: Now he didn't. He got lucky, but
2: he, was yeah, he lucky. I, don't know, I don't know why he was pissed at me. He's the one who missed the rep, you know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. the thumb was missed the rep. Yeah. What
0: about some of this crazy stuff now, Marty? You're not all that active on uh, like Instagram. Jim and I are. Um, Jim, you, you see some of this crazy stuff going on on in, uh, Instagram, where guys will be doing squats on like resistance balls and
1: yeah.
0: Smith machine. Yeah, they'll get on it, and do leg press.
1: With all the great information out there, it's just amazing that people still do that stuff. But it's hard for people to discern from what is right and what isn't when you've never been in it. Or you you really don't know coming in.
0: Right. right. Well, I think think some of these people have trainers that are telling them to do some of
1: this stuff, too. Listen, man. Lady at the gym yesterday, I told y'all. Doing (laughs) dumbbell curls. Two-arm dumbbell curls.
2: Standing
1: (laughs) on one leg.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: If she was in pink, I would have thought she was a flamingo. And,
2: um, and again, as I said earlier, I'm sure that her or her trainer or both probably have a eloquent rationale as right. to why they're doing this. Balance. You're balanced.
1: More fiber involvement with the biceps when you're
2: standing. Yeah, your yeah, 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 exactly. And if and if results were equal, you know, it would uh, be true. But unfortunately, results are not equal. Nope.
0: So let's, let's talk, let's talk about, um, like gym etiquette. I mean, we've talked, we've covered some of these already, but what about, uh, you know, a big one is always talking Now people have different views of talking, you know, uh, usually I don't want to talk a whole lot. I talk just a little bit, but you know, back in the day when I was, you know, really, really serious and making my gains and at my peak and all that, I didn't want to talk to anybody. You go in with your your Walkman or whatever. I guess nowadays it'd be iTunes and all that. Um, But basically, you want to stay focused. You want to stay psyched. And, you know, a lot of people will just come up and just, you know, it's like a speed bump. It's like, hey, you know, check this out or whatever. So you want to stay focused. Um, I feel as I get a little bit older, I'm not so... You know, uh, hey, don't talk to me anymore. You know, so I do. I do talk a little bit between sets, just as I'm. I'm kind of uh, recuperating for the next set. But I mean, what's what's your guys' thought on talking
2: I, I, to I, Jim? I want to jump in before Jim because I want to tell a story on Jim. <laughs> uh,
1: Chuck,
2: Chuck, Chuck's back on the scene. Yeah, the infamous Chuck, who is a mutual friend of all of ours. <clears throat> He's back from Egypt. And yeah, literally, tan, literally, yeah, literally after Cyprus, and his tan looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he came back and he he told a story. And Jim, he said, he said, Marty, he said, uh, you know, Jimmy let us train with him and the girl. And he said, you know, he said he said we did this crazy, crazy, crazy stuff to on and on and on. And he said, no talking, no talking, no talking, no talking. He says, I was a little bit scared.
1: <laughs> so now right now he now he can't stand anybody that talks. In the gym, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Well, I think he does have a little bro crush on you, to be honest, Jimmy. Oh, God. Chuck, I know it's not true, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <So, laughs> no talking. Thing, zero. I, I say hello to the front desk guy. because uh, yeah. he says hello to me, I wouldn't, but he says hello super nice guy. I don't say a word except, excuse me, if somebody's in my way, or can I use that, or whatever, but usually it's zero and then i say to the guy when i'm done all right man see you tomorrow it's okay have a great day you know i I, you know when you're power lifting you almost have to you know you usually got three or four guys i had great partners and i'd be you know a lot of that stuff is if it's involved with the set where you say oh man you know you're leaning way too much make sure you're staying on the middle of your foot you know Mm -hmm. or your setup was crappy you know you're supposed to let that weight settle before you walk back you forget about that make sure you you know do it the next set or call in depth, that kind of stuff. You know, that's that's different, but when it's like, oh man, you know, like Kirk used to say, I don't care about who you had sex with last night. Yeah. I don't care what problems you have in your life. I don't care about any of that stuff. So this is and Marty and I have talked about this extensively. I don't meditate in the traditional sense of, of the of the word. Bad workout is my meditation.
2: That's right. So mm-hmm. when
1: you know, I don't, you know, if somebody comes up to me, oh, I saw you at that <clears throat> scene. And and, no, I, I would literally yeah. just nod my head and walk away. It's, so, it's just a, a special time, and it centers me for the rest of the day until I do it again. So, and
2: uh, that includes the space between the sets.
1: Oh, no question. Okay, no <laughs> I put my head down so nobody will talk to me. I wear a hat. I wear my baseball cap really low. But now, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I haven't I haven't taken a weight workout in the last 30 years that I haven't worn music, except when I'm training with the boys. Yeah. Uh, but the, the way that that I avoid it is when I go to a commercial facility or even when I train by myself, I wear, I wear music. I have the headphones on. It's very hard to engage in a conversation with somebody wearing headphones. Right, right, right. And that's what I do. I walk <clears> in. I wear <throat> my headphones. I do my thing. I don't talk to anybody. I don't look at anybody. I don't care. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, I go in. I lift. Bang. Uh, you know, if it's if it's a, uh, uh, I've got it down now, so I can go into a time when generally there's nobody there. Oh, perfect. Yeah
1: yeah that's the best
2: but I still I listen to my music you know I use my music to take my lifting to that next level and it becomes a meditative thing and it starts on the on the the first rep of the first set and it goes all the way through to the last rep of the last set and there's no break in between. It's not like in between. says, hey, man, how do you think the Redskins are going to do this weekend? Yeah. No.
1: And there, then there it goes. Then there goes, that mindset.
2: No. James,
1: Frank Zane said that in an interview. I was about. <clears>
2: like,
1: <throat> As soon as you say a word it's not involved with the workout, we're talking to somebody that's not involved with the workout, your workout's going to suck. Yeah. So do, yeah. do it.
2: No, I agree. Now, not everybody's going gonna... to. And you get in the zone. See, that's the, right. that's the other thing. It's not a. It's not a drag, it's not an inconvenience, it's not a hard thing. No, you get in the zone, you say, whoa, by doing this, the quality of my workout improves, right? Yeah. You get yeah. better results, <laughs> right? That's why we do it. Yeah. Now,
1: I mean, now not, you know, not everybody.
2: You know, yeah, along, not. along
1: with talking is the texting, which is un- Yeah,
2: no, oh, no, no, on, no texting, no texting. Phones, no texting. Come on, man, just yeah.
1: You got that hour or half hour, whatever that's the time you get away from all that stuff right throw that stuff out leave Unplugged. it in a truck man if you can't or a car leave it if you if you can't help yourself if you're that addicted to seeing if somebody liked your picture or something you know make yourself leave it somewhere else it's amazing I can't believe it I can't believe that you would do a half-assed set of whatever the freak you're doing sit down and text or check something or whatever and then do another what what Just, just don't um, just don't do it.
2: Well, uh, not to get too too far afield, but uh, there's a guy named Goldman wrote a wrote a very good book on this where he talks about that uh, <clears throat> with the advent of the smartphone, it's the end of uh, contemplative thought because every, everybody thinks in little short bursts, right? Because, oh, I think he said uh, the average teenager sends or receives... 100 messages a day right wow well do the math it comes out to like every 10 minutes yeah there's something incoming or outgoing well that totally prevents uh, sustained contemplative thought i mean which is needed for art for you know creativity you know what i mean for that kind of thing everybody's like jumble jumble
1: jumble jumble what about thinking about your next set
2: what uh, yeah, or what about just getting into that that psychological berserker mindset that cannot be interrupted? You have to build it nurture it. You know what I mean? I mean it's it's uh, it's a fragile thing. Uh, but and, if, and I think
1: it, if you get to the to the point where you are super strong, you can't not focus as hard as you can or you'll get hurt or you'll well
2: i got to say i got to tell a tale of my buddy mark chalet that is a guy who could man he could take 10 minutes between a set of deadlifts and he would be talking on that big remember those big phones in the 80s big giant phones with the long antennas yeah
0: brick phone
2: (laughs) yeah brick phone. he'd be walking around talking between that before i don't know whatever Call me," and said. "I'll be there in a minute." You know, with eight sixty on the yeah, bar. That, but he was—he was the exception. Uh, yeah. Most everybody else, man, you—you you got into the zone. And, uh, pace, pace <clears <clears throat> throat> but I
1: think if you're gonna Walkman and pace pace around a, but I think if you're gonna talk,
2: big music guy. Kirk was a big music guy. I mean, his Walkman—he was famous for his man. He—he he was big into that. Yeah. yeah. But I
0: think if you're gonna talk. You, you. There's got to be a mutual understanding there. Like, okay, talk for you a few don't have seconds any or whatever.
2: That, JP. You have no uh, I know. That, the, that so so the best the best bet is no
0: is no right. No, you no. don't
2: need to. Don't don't be a, You're such a nice guy. You not, you're a nice guy. You're a nice person. And well, I think you invite it. put on some headphones, get a scowl, and no one's going to bother you. That's yeah, my I thing. I
1: haven't.
0: I haven't yeah, yeah, I haven't. I haven't had headphones in a while, but the thing is, you know, you get, you, you really need to understand, people need to understand, especially if you see a guy that's in there serious, um, you know, don't, don't start talking, you know, about all this and that, uh, have mutual understanding, respect, and just cut it off. But I, I have Stay to start down. sets. I have to start sets sometime with a guy still talking and I'll just get on the damn machine and start pumping it out. The guy's still
1: you talking. You must make eye contact. Yeah. What are you talking about? There's no, you don't have to walk up and introduce yourself.
2: Uh, you don't have to introduce dis- yourself to the guy. Wait till the guy walks away, then go up and just have you your headphones on. You need to get some Pennsylvania hillbilly on you back in there and scowl yeah. a little bit and get that head shaved. Yeah. They'll leave you alone. I promise you. You flex up a little bit, they'll back off. all right let's uh
0: how about um oh we talked about working in didn't we working in.
1: now there's a couple you know you know what i've noticed is and i don't have a partner either but there's very few people that train with partners i saw some college kids i think they're both on a baseball team they were pushing each other really hard I always enjoyed having
2: a. No, I love to have My promise. best workouts were with partners. You know, right. The problem
1: is, you, you, you get but,
2: to the point. But they got to they got to be good though, man. They got to be good. Serious, though, you have be somebody good. Who's serious enough. Well, it's you know. scheduling. If you have to pull them along, oh yeah, it's not really good. <clears throat> but, a, you um, need somebody who's who's your level or 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 better, and that ups your game. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Some, yeah. When I was powerlifting, I had some good partners, man. Well, I had yeah, Rob Wagner. Saying, oh, yeah. Was,
2: great. You know, and, World man,
1: level. different squat racks and stuff like that. And uh, but then I had other guys I trained with too. See, people used to come visit him, man, like powerlifters, you yeah. know, like national level guys. And yeah. It's always a really good atmosphere too. Yeah. Atmosphere is everything, man.
2: We got it. We got it at the barn, buddy. I mean, Kirk. Uh, no, I Let that's... me tell you something, man. Kirk is shaping up, pal. Yeah. He walked in last Sunday, and he's on—he's under, under the 280s now, yeah. and he's—he's he's starting to get veined out in his arms. And I'm like, damn, if this guy actually gets down to 250, he's going to scare people.
1: Yeah, maybe he'll do it. Yeah, he's do. fired up. I—I I haven't yeah. talked to him in a while, but
2: he's fired up. He's, um... he's. Yeah, so you know, keep our fingers crossed. But uh, again, uh, you know, he and so, I—you I, know—and uh, the guys. The guys that come to that barn, everybody makes progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. Everybody.
1: And yeah, it's, it's, just, expected. it's expected, too. Uh, you know?
2: Yeah. And, you know, when when you're lifting in front of me and Korowski, and we just sit there and stare at your ass, mm-hmm. bring your A game. Mm-hmm. And we'll know if you haven't. And and everybody, every week, it's, I mean, it's, you know, and these are just regular guys, man. These some are just fun, man. Some some- fun. These are just drug-free guys from the neighborhood. You know, they're just regular dudes, and that's that's cool that we're able to yeah. transform that's, them.
1: You know, it gives me chills thinking about that. Even when we walked in on our way to uh, Virginia, these guys were getting after it, man. You know, they're just into it. They're just having yeah. fun. It's like a Sunday. You know, yes. and everybody else would be, oh, we got go to go this and do that with the old lady. No, no, they're going to deadlift. They're going to. Deadlift. That's
2: right. And, and yeah, and, and that's after you squat and bench.
1: Yeah. That's right.
2: Great. And, and, you know, and oh, you know what? Uh, let's you know, uh, let's do some arms on the way out the door. What the hell? Yeah. Right. And yeah. uh, either have have beer or milk on your way out, and off you go. Right? <laughs>
1: Leave the gym, go right to the bar. Those are the best workout. Oh
2: man, what was it? Raiders. The Raiders. It's the, Raiders, the bamboo shrimp. room. The bamboo room.
1: It's just a beer and shrimp, man. Just do you like shrimp?
2: Love shrimp. I love you. Oh, you do. JP, can I spin off the shrimp for just a second?
0: No, let's not do shrimp. Let's let's stay. We, nobody wants to hear that. Let's. But they do what want other, to
1: hear about towels? Go ahead. What
0: other gym? What other gym gripes do you guys have? I mean, what's what's a common? Uh-huh. I mean, I think we talked about a lot of them. Uh, oh, the other thing is, look, if you're going over and doing a bunch of cardio be, before you come in and get on the machines or whatever, if you're sweating up a storm. And you're getting all over the upholstery and all that. Don't leave that machine like that. Get a towel. That met, now maybe that's where you need five towels to mop all oh, that up.
1: At my gym, they got those uh, spray bottles, and if you it yeah. on them, just wipe it off. Well, them out,
0: or... uh, most uh, we your to... gyms, yeah, most your gyms will have the the uh, wipes and the dispensers and all that. So use them. Okay. Clean that equipment
2: all right. up. All right, all right. I gotta I gotta jump in here. At my facility, which I'm sure is completely representative of every well-equipped, well-run YMCA in the United States of America, these people spend more time polishing the machines than they spend lifting <laughs> them. Right. The There's got to be a limit to it. They do these little stuff sets and activate, and then they get up with their spray bottles, and they wipe it and wipe it and wipe it and wipe it and wipe it and, wipe it, and get the seat Oh my God, get the seat. Jesus, get of the handles.
1: So I'll go to wipe it, and it'll drip off my hat onto the seat that I just wiped. Eventually, I just give up because every time I wipe it, it gets sweaty again.
2: Yeah, but I don't don't wipe wipe anything. I just scowl and stand in the corner. I face the corner. I don't look. I
1: don't. No. My gym's pretty good, man. They don't (laughs) have the music, it's not obnoxious. And if they do have uh, anything that's not rock and roll, it's not so so loud that I'm going to throw up. You yeah. know, okay. it's, it's, good. They, good. Play some, they play some freaking uh, winger. They play, <laughs> they play some Bon Jovi. Yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty good.
0: So so at my gym, they actually, uh, I've seen them spray down the, the knurled handles and wipe that down and do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to figure if, if if it's if possible
1: talk- to happen, it'll happen at my gym, right? If you talk to an infectious disease doctor, he would probably say, first of all, you're not leaving it on there long enough, that stuff, to kill anything. So what people right. do is they put it on a paper towel, wipe it, and it's done. Well, they're not even getting anything on there, and it's got to be on there for a while, and it's got to be a decent amount. It's yeah,
0: good. and you can't get down inside that knurling.
1: Look, man. You know, you're just you're wiping the top of sick, it. You're going to get sick. I mean, I went to Metroflex in Fort Worth yeah. last year. Well, I did. There's nobody cleaning anything in that place, man. Right. Uh, again, well, it's not same again. with Long
0: Beach, man. I mean, it's all concrete floors. There's no, you know, there's yeah. some rubber. There's some rubber matting over in front of the dumbbells and stuff. But I mean, all the they, they have 20 like mirror.
2: twenty We're
0: kinds mirror. of twenty kinds of dumbbells. Nothing matches. It's crazy. There's graffiti all over so the your walls. Your gym doesn't it's... open till six. No, I'm in there at like three. Oh, see, that's my problem. I'm limited to what I can I can use.
2: Wait. are well, you limited, I would think no yeah. one would be there. Oh, oh, you're limited facility-wise.
0: Facility-wise, yeah. So I'm like in the Bermuda Triangle. Well, that's cool,
2: I mean, there must be nobody there at three.
0: No, you know what? Uh, they must have ran a special here in the past year or so because it's, uh, it's getting pretty crowded in there.
2: At 3- 3
1: a.m. Where are they going?
0: I walked in one time and there was, I don't know if this person was homeless or what, there's somebody sleeping on the floor over by the, uh, right next to the squat rack. Uh And I'm like, they got a big jacket on and um, I think it was actually a homeless
1: person that was in there. Seriously, if you guys separated from the rest of the country, it'd be all right. It really
2: would. Hey, no, 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 no. Let's not get oh, off political. Well. All right. So yeah. we, all right. Now, let's Here's not get off on your California homelessness. Let's go. So, let, uh,
0: a couple more things. Yeah, we kind of covered this, but my favorite type of place to work out is an owner-operated gym, like, like we've been talking about. You usually have a guy there that, that owns it. He might be a competitive bodybuilder he's got passion he's there every day he sees when something breaks um they're they're always you know interacting with the people and getting their opinions and and um and what i noticed there is it becomes like a big family atmosphere um you go to one of these these um big some of them some big box places i mean they they you know it, a lot of times it's just you know a bottom line sort of thing i mean i've got stuff in my gym the grips have been ripped off for years literally uh i had i was using this combo machine it was a uh, it was a, a it was a rear delt pec combo and this was yeah. a couple years ago so i'm sitting in front i'm doing rear delts on it and I'm, I'm i'm resting on it for a second i'm about to do my my next set and i have the handles out in front of me to where my my hands are about an inch away from each other, and I'm looking, and I go, why is one hand up about another inch compared to the other one? And I'm thinking, somebody must have bent this hand or something. They're not straight. All of a sudden, I was just sitting there looking at it, The whole arm and cam falls off of this thing, hits me in the head, crashes to the ground. This thing must have weighed, like, 50 pounds. And they don't fix anything, and it's such a
2: a do you, cesspool do you not, of liability do you, not, do you not have an attorney
0: <laughs> no you know what look i manufacture and sell equipment i'm yeah. not all about that i you know I, i'm sure somebody would try doing something like that but that's not me but uh, i was like
2: Jackie Childs. i have to it's
0: as bad as it's as bad as i have to when i'm doing the uh, leg curl machine i have to hand tighten the bolts and I
1: told these like, guys over there, training, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I know. I don't want to say the name.
1: All right, that's got to that's <laughs> gotta be gyms that are 24-hour around there. It's got to be.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, but it's frustrating because you don't have anybody to talk to. You talk to the guy at the front. He's like, well, I'll send an email, and,
1: you yeah, know, it's just a mess. It's not their place. Yeah, you're right. Uh, if it's a very... If they're the owner, then they assume ownership, and it means a lot to them.
0: So if you yeah. can, so if you can find a place local that's that's owner operated, that cares about the equipment, that sees the Definitely equipment on it
1: is owned by two ex-cops. So there uh, you go. Yeah, different. there you
0: go. That's the kind of place you want.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's been some great gyms. I tell you, uh, Bob's Exile Fitness down in Maryland, Pulaski Highway. They just opened forty thousand square feet. But, uh, you know, I trained down Anything there. Anything
2: on Pulaski Highway is going to be good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like surrounded my strip joints and liquor stores. Like, uh, like
2: right, off, right off the wire.
1: Yeah, that's right. But anyway, that's where Levrone trained. So, Le, you know, I went down when, and trained there. And then, you know. How's he doing? Uh, I saw him. I haven't talked to him in a while. But uh, he FaceTimed me a couple months ago. And then uh i saw in an interview yesterday he i think he hurt his triceps so he took some time off and now he's getting back in the gym
2: um going competitive i mean is he Nah, he's done, he's done. Yeah.
1: the uh, but i tell you that the place not the new place because i haven't been down let's, or let's
2: get him to bench let's get him to set he, some records benching i,
1: I thought he was going to try to do that 525 he said was the role in his uh mm. class. anyway that place when you walk in is like let's train, man. Because Bob, the owner, is a, a guy like us, Marty, an historian of the sport or uh, of weight training, or whatever we call it.
2: Um, I want to talk to this guy. Yeah, uh, he you know, hopefully fixed, succeed, though. right? You want that
1: to succeed. Yes. Oh, he, yeah. Well, he just opened well, up. Well, the
2: a- problem with those places, or is that you know they they fail. Yeah. You know, he's they the, don't.
1: He's one who's who's sort of thriving. Well, we'll see what happens with the new place, but. Um, you know when you walk in so he, so he he shows me this picture and he says what what is this i said that's a calf machine that used to be in the old gold's gym because i remember that picture arnold using it and he was like you're right there's a guy in pennsylvania has it in his basement so, <laughs> no it was, it was kidding the history of it wow and, uh, yeah all this old stuff so uh you know we hit it off right away and and you know that's why his gym is like that you can have chalk you know, whatever he doesn't care, and it's, it's yeah, I obvious. know.
2: But you know, you know what the problem is with those kind of facilities. I I kind of uh, I and I think they're they're very similar to like really good barbecue joints, right? They're specially, they're they're specialty. They're really really good at one thing, but the problem with those places is that their clientele usually tend to be. Uh, slow pays and have problems and you know that they, they, they don't have the upscale clientele whose checks always clear well not checks, whatever they use nowadays
1: yeah Take I think power. the thing is it's such a big city that they the all the power lifters body but you know all those guys and females that's where they're gonna congregate so
2: that's great. I wish him tremendous success, but it's so hard for those places to survive and thrive, yeah. You know, they need that influx of those housewives, and you know that's.
1: Well, he's got an MMA place attached to it. He's got a nutrition guy. He's got all Excellent. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. diversify. But anyway. Marty well, told
0: me his his uh, requirements for signing up at any new gym with it was that there's a pizza joint across the street and a bar next
2: door. Yeah, that was that was Kenny Fantano's place. Right. After we get trained, and they go, "Hey, Mark, order us some pies." <laughs> pies. Pies. What? Like pecan, apple. What do you got? Pie. I'm like, is this some secret post train? Order some pies, Mark. I'm like, what? It's like that pizza joint next door. It's like, oh, yeah. These guys. These guys were trained. These guys were trained for four hours. Squat bench, dead, you know, arms, the whole thing. And then, you know, each guy would eat, like, two large pizzas and three subs. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. You know, if you know, buying and stuff, you're so young. <laughs> yeah. And, and it would be delivered. So, I mean, <laughs> they'd, they'd be, like, eating it at the counter still, you know, with chalk and dust on them. You know, oh, yeah, these guys, oh, those yeah. guys did not. I went to dinner with these guys one time at uh, Sizzler, and Fantano got... What did he get? He got three dinners and four baked potatoes. It was like what Yeah yeah. Mm. <laughs> no brag, just like, oh my god, they, you know, these guys are like incredible, massive, massive, massive guys. Those were
1: the days. Those were the days. Like,
2: All right, look. You guys are getting
0: cut off here.
1: All right.
2: <laughs> well the towel was up for the first twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, the towel thing. I think we got one, yeah. My energy is spent just talking about the towels, but um, and, you know, there's. I could go into other stuff that's at this place, but uh, so I'm looking for something to open up pretty soon. Hopefully that uh, that works with my hours, so I can get out of there and get serious. Can
2: you, can you just set up uh, like a you know a barbell in your basement or something with a bench and uh, a dumbbell. I,
0: I don't have a basement, and okay. uh, we really don't have those out here. Don't try.
2: Right, to help me. Right, right. So
1: yeah, I just don't have the room. I got to go to yeah. To
2: hear that? Uh, yeah. If you don't have a damn basement, you know. I got a
1: buddy has a squat rack. Bring puts it right out in his
2: driveway. Does squat. Yeah. yeah. I Pretty uh good. I got dumbbells on my deck and I use the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. I, I do stuff like I can't I can't walk out my back door unless I press 60s to failure.
1: Hmm.
2: So every time I walk in or out, I have to stop and press That's 60s good. You're to You're paying failure. a toll. That's like part of them. <laughs> Yeah, you know, are wakes, they, your ass, wakes your ass up.
0: Are they sitting next to the smoker?
2: Yeah, actually, they are yeah, right across from it. I'll sit there and perfect. do uh, curls while I'm smoking meat. <laughs> my, my smoked meat <laughs> and beer diet is going back. I don't know if you can get more manly than that unless there's a gun involved.
1: Uh, sure. uh, smoking, yeah. lifting, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, Out yeah, in the yeah. country.
2: And running, i running. I run in the woods every morning at dawn. in the woods. Yep. Yeah. And smoked meat. Uh, now, All I've right. eliminated beer, but I've added in shrimp. So now I'm doing smoked meat, shrimp, and the hell with vegetables, right?
0: Listen, listen.
2: My this is, is great.
0: Can I say something? You're the boss. All right. Check out Marty's weekly column and podcast, Raw with Marty Gallagher, at ironcompany.com. Uh, most of you are hearing us now on iTunes, and we're also on Spotify, so check that out uh marty and jim are available for online training seminars training and seminars you can reach them by emailing marty at ironcompany.com or jim at ironcompany.com also pick up a copy of uh, marty's book purposeful primitive or strong medicine we have both those on the site and visit iron company for all your gym flooring and equipment needs we've currently got great deals on urethane dumbbells bumper plates kettlebells olympic bars
2: and the much more, things, huh? Those, those urethane dumbbells are great. Those things are like I don't know, they're like Lamborghini dumbbells.
0: Well, if you have a facility, you know, a commercial facility especially, that's the kind you want because they're fully welded steel. They're they're no maintenance. Urethane is far more durable than than rubber. It doesn't crack or fade, or and it doesn't have that rubber smell. Uh, like rubber dumbbells do. So that's the kind. They cost a little bit more, but, I mean, you definitely get your money's worth. Uh, And finally, we've got new Jim Steele articles. They can be found in our article section at Iron Company. He's also got a website you can check out, bassbarbell.com, for training, motivation, and programs. And that's it, guys. I enjoyed hearing all your crazy information and experience about... uh, what you've seen at the gyms over the, the years. And I was happy to share all my stuff with you guys.
2: Yeah. We, love, we love the town Good. stuff. Right.
0: Talk to you next week. See you all guys. Right. Bye. All right. Bye.